Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to Stadium Bets, everybody, on Stadium. We're back. More bets. We got Colby. We got Nate. I'm Ben. And Monty, of course, running the sticks, getting ready for his uh, Iowa bet. Boys, we're off a 3-0 and best bet weekend. How are y'all feeling? Yeah, that's really good. Let's keep it rolling. I as well. <laughs> All right, we got some fun college football games to get to. We got NFL games. We have an NFL segment for a double-digit point spread, so that should be fun. And, of course, we'll end the show with our best bets and dressing up as dogs for our underdog segment. But, guys, let's start with one of the biggest games of the week for college football. Washington and Oregon. At Washington, the spread is Huskies. Minus three. It's a big game. Huge. Three-point spread. What are you feeling? Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of exciting Pac-12 games as the season goes on, and and they're all going to be playing each other. So really looking forward to this. Right now, these are the co-favorites to win the Pac-12, both at plus 200. If you can see on the side graphics, you'll also see that if you look at the Heisman Trophy odds that we'll have up showing up, the guys are the best right now. Penix is right now the favorite, and Bo Nix the third favorite. So really looking forward to seeing this kind of battle between two prolific offenses. Feels like a game where whoever gets more stops is going to win because there's going to be so much scoring. I do favor Washington, though, in this one, minus three. I know they haven't really been tested, but neither has Oregon. You look at their kind of two big wins at Texas Tech. That win hasn't really aged that well, and that was a really close game they could have lost. And then I don't know, the Colorado win, I mean, we know what Colorado is at this point. They're not a very good team. So that 42-6 to win a couple weeks ago, not very impressive. I like Washington here at home off the bye. They have a really big offensive showing. All right, Colby, looking at you. Like Nate said, it's a tough decision. I, it's do I trust Michael Penix or do I trust Road Bo Nix? And I don't know how I came. <laughs> You're sounding like I don't know how I came up with this, but I guess I trust Road Bo Nix. Sure, Washington has been a little more battle tested than the Ducks, but the Ducks have blown out every team they've played. They've sure they, they've covered the spread and they've blown that number out the water. They have a better defense, in my opinion, and I think that they can get it done against the number seven team in the country. I'm going to take the George Costanza approach to this game. Because last year, well, that might be one of them. But the other one is doing (laughs) the opposite of everything that I would want to do for this game. Because every time I bet Oregon last year, they lost. Well, I I, I do like Oregon. I like the underdog in a game like this. Mm -hmm. But with the George Costanza approach, doing the opposite of everything that I think is right, I'm going to take Washington. I'm going to take the Huskies at minus three. Every time that I said I believe in Bo Nix on the show last year, he lost. And they were really good last year. And every game that I picked Oregon, they lost. So I think Oregon probably is the right side. But with the opposite, I'll go Washington minus three. Memory serves right. I think one of the games was Oregon is a pretty big favorite yep. at Autzen Stadium. And they lost outright and kind of derailed their season, their playoff hopes. They didn't make the Pac-12 title game yeah. because of that. 
So yeah, maybe uh, that is a, not a bad approach for this game. Yeah, Bonex has hurt me a little too much for me to believe in him. I think Colby's side probably is right with you three and I a half. I just think but I'm sure they haven't played anyone that good, but this is their time really to shine good. if they're legit. Yeah, yeah. It's now or never. I'll just go the opposite. If it doesn't work, yeah. I'm just not. No, I'm, touch I'm with you. I could have. I, I mean, I to, for the people watching, I bought a point, so I got him at three and a half. So it yeah. says three. I got him at three and a half. It's going to be a really fun game. And another game that's going to be really fun, the nightcap for the evening on Saturday night, USC Notre Dame. Notre Dame's been an interesting team. They have had a gauntlet of a schedule up until this point, coming off a loss, their second of the season. USC comes in ranked 10th as two-and-a-half point, three-point underdog, depending on where you get the number. What do you like in this one with USC with uh, Notre Dame at home? Yeah, kind of funny. It's college football week seven, but this will be Notre Dame's eighth game because they played week zero in Ireland, and they haven't had a bye since. They probably should have had a bye some point in the season because they're coming off three straight primetime games and this is going to be a fourth and yeah. I do Nuts. agree with your guys thoughts about wh- why you're going to make a case for the home team here but I just don't know what we're going to get from Notre Dame off that second loss that really crushes any potential hope in making the college football playoff but at the same time USC just the defense is not Bad. good at all Caleb Williams bailing them out and we're looking at some potential rain and cold weather and a team from Southern California playing in that at night it doesn't bode well for the Trojans. So this is going to be a no bet for me. I do think we're no, there's no surprise that USC is 6-0 and at this point. But if you looked at their schedule before the year, you would have thought like this is going to be the time where do we see if they're legit or not. And I'm not sure if they're legit because after this game, they still play Utah, Washington, Oregon, Oregon and UCLA. So the schedule is going to t- tighten up for the Trojans. I wouldn't be surprised if we see multiple losses from down um, in the second half of the season. Have we, Touchdown Jesus. Have we seen the video of USC practicing with the water, getting ready for Saturday's rain? What? They're <laughs> running around with a little weed spray. That's not <laughs> enough water. I'm telling you that right now. So with that, I'm taking yeah, Notre Dame. Sure, they're, they're coming off a loss. It's a bounce-back game yet again. Um, I think def- defense wins championships, and defense is going to get it done to the, this Saturday. They have the better defense, clearly. Nate already told you that USC's defense is horrendous. I don't need to say anything else because I love this Notre Dame team, and I hate that I said that. Notre Dame, come on. Yeah, come on. I'm, I'm with you. Jesus. Jesus. Yes, Jesus. touchdown Jesus. He's going to help us out because I think Notre Dame wins this as well. I think they cover the spread. I, I just I don't like USC. I don't like the way they've played this They're year. Not I know Caleb Williams. Yeah, he's the next big thing. Defense hasn't impressed me. Honestly, the rest of the offense hasn't really impressed me. And if Arizona maybe goes for two at the end of that game instead of kicking yeah. the extra point, they maybe win that game outright. So I, I love this spot for Notre Dame, and I thought last week was a terrible spot for them on the road against Louisville with kind of a sandwich game and a look-ahead game at the same time. Notre Dame back at home. They're not going to make the same mistakes they made against uh, Ohio State where they lost in an embarrassing fashion. I think they get right here, get the win, minus two and a half. I really like Sam Hartman and that defense to come through on Saturday night. Let us open up the board. Other college football bets. And maybe it's a bit of a weak slate, at least in your opinion, but we're going to have some other college football bets. There's some pretty good games, but I'm having a lot of trouble this week, and and you're going to find out why, because I'm backing Texas A&M, plus three and a half. I'm going to Jimbo Fisher, who, Jimbo, man, he really botched the game against Alabama. But let's move on and talk about the positives for the Aggies. (laughs) I think it's more of a spot, though, to fade Tennessee, who I don't think is really good. They are are off a bye. They're four and one. Their big best win was against South Carolina, who I think pretty lowly of. And then their bad loss or big game was against Florida, where they really had no shot in the second half to win that game. So I think there's a lot of kind of priors based on how Tennessee was last year. But this is definitely 
a different Volunteers team. So I think A&M, a formidable opponent, only one conference loss this year, so they don't can't make the playoff because they have two overall losses, but they're still an outside shot. They can win the SC West if Alabama loses two games. So I, I feel like A&M with the talent and hopefully kind of a renewed focus for the season can get, get the job done. And getting plus three and a half I think is valuable. I wouldn't take this at plus three, but plus three and a half or better. Give me the Aggies on Saturday. Hmm. like that, Nate. You'll know why. Colby likes it. Fair enough. We're going to take Rutgers minus five. What's a what's a gambler's favorite what, what's a gambler's favorite saying, Ben? Uh show me the money. Wrong. Good teams win, great teams cover. And these boys do nothing but cover. They've covered in they've covered five. They're ugh, five, oh, and one in all the games they played. Michigan State sucks. They're terrible. They're 110th in scoring offense. Rutgers defense, whew started. They're 13th in scoring D, 10th in passing D, and 14th in total defense. Rutgers is clearly the better team in this matchup, and they're going to keep covering because because I backed them here, and they have to do that. Right, Ben? It's the Tony Soprano school. People I, love it. I come across uh, Rutgers betting TikToks, and it's hilarious. I'll have to show you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that Rutgers pick. Uh, this pick... I felt a little less strongly about, but I'm going to go Auburn plus 11 and a half. And it's more of a situational spot for Auburn. They're coming off a bye. I dug this stat up. Teams coming off a bye in college football since 2007 have a 52 to 53% win percentage against the spread. I think it's kind of interesting that they have the number slightly for them. They've had a gauntlet of a schedule, Auburn. They've had Texas A&M on the road. They had to play Georgia, and they gave Georgia a pretty decent game. Now they have a break of a week. They get things right. They get the offense to get a little bit better than they have been in the past. I think they can cover against this LSU team. And honestly, the way the LSU defense is shaped up this season, I think Auburn could have a shot to maybe win it outright because of how bad that defense is. So I'll take the 11.5 with Auburn. I got burned by them last year. They were kind of my team to fade, but it's a good spot. Yeah, I always like the idea of of betting on a first-year coach after the bye week because it kind of gives them time to reset, see what they have, and, and maybe install some new packages, some new schemes. And I know Auburn, there were some high hopes from this year, haven't really met up expectations in my opinion but you know second part of the year maybe Hugh Freeze team can at least get bull eligible if not more come on Hugh help me out here everyone's favorite time of the week it's the Iowa it's the Iowa bet of the week we're gonna go to our lovely producer director Monty for his Iowa bet what's up everybody disappointing last week but they covered as favorites. They did, but I didn't take that. I went the different route I went (laughs) he's sitting at the bar like come on I need to cover I wanted a Monty side can we get one Oh, yeah. Yes. There we go. I got there hooked, we go. right? 20 and a half points. They yeah. had one field goal blocked and just straight up missed another one. So <laughs> super, super unfortunate, unlucky loss right there. So two and four should be three and three. Honestly, should be four and two, but that's for another time. Put it in the past. Yeah. Always optimistic. Let's go to yeah. the future. There we Going go. Going to Wisconsin this weekend. Always a tough game. Super nervous. Personally, so I'm going with SGP here. I don't trust the offense. You know, you can see that at the bottom of your screen there. Second worst in FBS in total offense. So need them to cover 17 and a half on the alt spread and under 40 and a half. Should be rainy and windy. Shout out to Nate. Let me know about the weather. So totals down to 34 and a half. So basically buying myself a touchdown on the spread and the total. Iowa's defense is legit. Wisconsin's defense is pretty good too, and Iowa's offense is just so bad that I just I don't know, man. I I hope they win. I can't see them winning. We'll see what happens. This is just just I hate this team. <laughs> the woes. Yeah, I, I, I think you're looking forward to that 
Iowa bye week at the end of October. So you can take a week off from this and kind of reset. Yes, please help me out. But yeah, it looks like we got some rain and wind and 50 degree weather in Madison, the state capital of Wisconsin on, on Saturday. And also Deacon Hill, the new Iowa starting quarterback. He's good, right, Money? Well, he's a transfer from Wisconsin. So he was terrible. Maybe some extra motivation. <laughs> Six I completed passes. I mean, what are we doing? I was going to go nine and three still because if you look at that schedule, what are we doing? Very I'm favorable. holding out hope for eleven and one, but that's just me. There we go. <laughs> we'll talk more Iowa later on, but we got NFL bets and we got best bets, underdogs. That's all next. Stadium bets. Welcome back to Stadium Bets, talking NFL football now after a little fun college time and hoping Monty wins his bet. He needs our good luck. Good luck, Monty. Luck. Good luck. All right, let's talk NFL. We got uh, a little bit of a different NFL segment for this week uh, because there's some good games, some bad games, but we figured out we'll we'll have something fun for the end of the NFL segment. We're just going to do one big game for the weekend, and it's Seattle and Cincinnati. Going to Cincinnati or the Seattle Seahawks off a bye. Spread is Bengals minus three. The weather is supposed to be meh by Cleveland, but we checked today as of Wednesday, and the weather is supposed to be okay in, in Cincinnati. Cincinnati, like 10 yeah. to 12 mile an hour winds. Much different part of the state, not by the lake, more, yes. in, the, more in the valley. Yeah. Um, in this game, I like the Bengals, minus three. I bet them minus two and a half. I'd still bet minus three. Joe Burrow looked healthy last week. I know it was the Cardinals defense, but the fact that he just looked okay and not grimacing, I think he's closer Oh, yeah. Getting closer to 100% from that calf injury that he sustained in training camp and then re-aggravated in week two. But I do think there's some some good signs for the Bengals' offense going forward. And at two and three, they kind of need this game, and I, I feel like they're kind of going to go all out in a situation against the Seahawks team. I know they're off a of bye, so they're rested and, and got healthy themselves. I think Geno Smith probably needed that extra week after that injury he sustained in week four. But I'm just not a huge believer in the Seahawks. I know they had a great defensive performance against the Giants, in week four, last time we saw them with 11 sacks, but going into that game, they had five sacks. So I think it was more Giants ineptitude than the Seahawks defense being. So, like the Bengals here, I think this is a pretty reasonable number for them to cover it. I don't like this game. No bet. Reason. <laughs> you're, just, you're good. No I, bet. I can't, I, I can't trust the Bengals. They've, 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 they've played good teams and they've looked terrible. But if I had to make a lean, I would go with, with, with Ben's or with Nate said with the Bengals. But. The Seahawks, you don't know if they're good or not because they haven't really played anyone outside the Lions. I get this yeah. away from me. And that, and that Lions game, I know plate. it was an impressive win to beat the Lions, yeah. like yeah. they did. But there was a pick six by Goff and just kind of a lot of like fluky plays where I don't really you know put too much stock into that for Seattle. I took the Bengals minus three. The stat that I read that I was intrigued in because initially I thought Seahawks off a bye, thought that might be a good move. Seattle is 0-3 off their bye since 2020. last three seasons, they have not won against the spread, I should say, off their bye. So I think this is a good spot for the Bengals. Seattle is not like another normal NFL team off a bye where you maybe expect them to play better than they normally have been. I think, like you said, and we talked about this about Cincinnati, where the Bengals are a team that historically over the last couple seasons get better as the season goes on, and that's especially true with Joe Burrow's ankle getting a little bit better. So I think the Cincinnati team is primed for a really big breakout game against a better team than the Cardinals. So I think Cincinnati minus three is the move. I think we might see them, you know, they could win by double digits maybe with the way that they've been playing. So if T. Higgins is back, especially too, I like like the Bengals on this one. Let's open it up. Open floor, NFL bet, Nate. Where are you going? Yeah, let's go with a total. 
I'm not a big totals guy, but I'm trying to incorporate them more in my betting. And I really like this one. Patriots, Raiders, under 41 and a half. I really just want to bet against both these offenses. Patriots offense has done nothing, especially the last two games. Only scoring three points in the last two games off a shutout against the Saints last week. At the same time, you're getting Bill Belichick against Josh McDaniels and Jimmy G, two guys he's very familiar with. Jimmy G was a Patriots draft pick, started a few games when Brady was uh, serving the deflate gate suspension and then also Josh McDaniel's longtime assistant for Belichick so I feel like Belichick and his defense even though they're banged up will be able to kind of shut down or slow down a Raiders offense that hasn't been convincing at all Raiders played at a very slow pace against the Packers in week five on Monday night so I could see them doing the same in this game and then the Patriots offense continuing to sputter so really like under and Las Vegas on Sunday even the total train going but we're taking the Jets team under total under. Jets team total. Now open under. the window because it's about to get sweaty. This is gross. The 16 and a half is a gross number. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. You can make an argument that Zach Wilson and the Jets offense have been improving the last two weeks, but whoop de doo. You play the Chiefs defense and the Broncos defense. The Eagles defense is going to be hungry. They're going to be all over Zach Wilson. Even with that banged up O line the Jets have, they're going to be. They're going to score probably 10 points. I'm going to say right now, 10 points. Give me the under. Wow. Take the alt, alt total. I'm not that naughty. Under I'm 10 not and that half. naughty. <laughs> I like that. I mean, if anytime you could fade Zach Wilson, I don't mind. Gross. That. It was 17 yeah. yesterday, and I was like, ugh. Yeah. Uh, my pick, I'm going to say something short on it because I know we have more of it from you later on, but I like the Colts at plus four uh, just situationally. Come, Jags are coming off a, a trip to London where they were overseas for two weeks. Uh, Gardner Minshew. As we've said past on the show, don't think he's that big of a drop-off from Anthony Richardson. And you're going to probably see some more reps from Jonathan Taylor, which is always good for that Colts offense. So Colts plus four, I like that. I like them as an underdog against the Jaguars team that may still be reeling a little bit from jet lag being overseas for two weeks. So to finish out the NFL, we have a little bit of a segment because there's two games here that are double-digit spreads. Pretty gross, pretty disgusting. Keep the window open because this is going to get pretty stinky, but... Boys, if we're looking at double-digit spreads, you have to pick a spread in this game on a side. Which double-digit spread are you going with? Yeah, so the options are either a game involving the Dolphins as a 13.5-point as a favorite against the Panthers or the Giants primetime Sunday yeah. night plus 14 against the Bills. And I'm going to pick the Giants plus 14. And and just want to say I'm not going to bet this game, but that's the only case I can make for in terms of sides. I don't really want any of the – anything with the Panthers Dolphins because uh, it's, it's I think it's too big of a spread but at the same time Dolphins can cover that easily but Giants plus 14 is pretty simple Brian Dable against his former team uh, he was the offensive coordinator for the Bills for four years from 2018 to 2021 and the Giants head coach the last two years I don't think him and Sean McDermott really saw eye to eye in some of their philosophies and principles where McDermott wanted him to run more to protect the defense and he wanted to air it out with Josh Allen I think there's a little bit of a grudge here, and I think Dable's going to do everything he can to coach hard and make sure that this is an embarrassment in prime time and that they can maybe keep it within the numbers. So Giants plus 14, I wouldn't put real money on it, but it's the only case it's I can make money. in terms of this segment. Monopoly money. All right, what double digit? What are you taking? Favorite? <sighs> window open. We're taking both favorites. <laughs> You're taking Take both? both favorites. Is it a parlay <laughs> Think about it. Think about this. <laughs> what would you rather think, do? No, no, both favorites. I couldn't pick. Give me both favorites. The Bills have a sour taste in their mouths coming back from the other side of the pond. They will bounce back this week. Dolphins, they could cover that spread with their eyes closed. It's the Panthers. 
Think about it. Don't be too scared that the number's that high. Just think about how good those teams are versus how bad the teams are that they're facing. That is all right. for me. I like that. Well, we're running out of time, so I'm going to go Dolphins minus 13 and a half. They can explode at any time. You have Tyreek. You have Tua. That offense is going to They're tanking for him. Yeah. Other than that, we got more coming up on the other side of the break. Best bets, underdog picks. Go. We're dressing up, having fun. That's next. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Stadium Bets. We're dressed up, which means we got underdogs and best bets coming. Nate, underdog, we'll start with you. Who do you like? Yeah, this is a tough one. I'm going to go with Miami. They lost a horrible game last week, but I also think there might be some line value in them because of that result. And Mario Cristobal, he's a bad in-game coach, but a great recruiter and motivator, so I think he gets the boys up for a trip to Chapel Hill and take Miami to win outright. Underdog? Texas A&M. Joe Milton, not good. Not good. They rely a lot on the run game. They're seventh in the country in rush yards per game. But Texas A&M, ninth in the country in rush yards allowed. They've had they've had a hard, tougher schedule this season. Tennessee's only played Florida and South Carolina. Ooh, ooh those are tough teams. Texas A&M. We're going to go Duh, Bears money line over the Minnesota Vikings. I think it's time to maybe buy a little bit on the Bears at plus money. Uh, no Justin Jefferson. Vikings on the road. The Bears coming off a long week after Thursday night football. Like the Bears' money line here. If you like the spread, that's fine. But be a hero. Take the money line. Be Best a bets. hero. Be a hero. Yep. Best bets time, Nate. Who do you love? Indianapolis Colts plus four. Going to fade the Jags off two wins in London and not taking the bye week. I think this is a really tough situational spot for Jags- Jacksonville. And then Gardner Minshew, not too much of a drop-off from Anthony Richardson. Minshew was part of the Shane Steichen offense last year with the Eagles, so he knows it. I like the Colts here to keep it close. Maybe went out right. Money line time for the Colts, maybe. Is it really a stadium bet show without me giving out a pick over a team that stormed the field the week before? You love the storm uh, the field pick. Give me Pitt Do plus it. eight against Louisville. <laughs> they are number 20th in total defense this year and number 17 in pass D. You know my code. I just have to live by it. I'm riding with the code. The code is just anytime a team storms the, the field. field or fans. if the coach or player cries after a big win. Automatic fade. Jeff Brown doesn't cry. I'm going to go Notre Dame minus two and a half. I said it again on the Notre Dame segment. I love the Irish. I love the spot they're in. I think off a loss to Louisville, USC, terrible defense, have to go halfway across the country, play in cold weather. I don't think they're going to stop Sam Hartman at all, and I think the Notre Dame defense is going to be able to stop Caleb Williams a couple times. I think they're good enough, too. Give me Notre Dame. Give me touchdown, Jesus. I think the Irish do it, Nate. Yeah, like, um, I'm going to be rooting for Notre Dame, which is something I uh... – I don't love it. I don't love it. The new thing for me. Yeah. All right. That'll do it for us here at Stadium Bets. Again, you can find us wherever you get your podcast. You can see us on Stadium as well. Uh, And you have your articles as well, Nate, on watchstadium.com. So that'll do it for us here. For Colby Nate, I'm Ben. That's Monty running the sticks. We'll see you all next week. Good luck. (laughs) 